Welcome to episode five, week five of the KMS Sports Talk Show podcast. I'm Keaton Smith, your host, and we're going to be running through some NFL segments today as we normally do. So last week was week four of the NFL season. I went 10 and six in my picks. Not my worst week. Uh, uh, hopefully not my not my uh, best week either. Hopefully I continue to improve. I've been 10 and six twice and six and 10 once, and I didn't predict any games the first week of the season, but we're going to see what my, my uh, prediction record prediction record is at the end of the season. And yeah, from that, from there, we'll move on to a recap of week four. So starting off on Thursday night, the Dolphins fell to the Bengals 15 to 27. Tua got hurt. Prayers up for him. Vikings held off the Saints in London on Sunday morning, 28 to 25. The Saints lost on a double doinker off the upright and the goalpost, just hardly missing, I believe, from like nearly 60 yards. He just hardly missed. Uh, Will Lutz, the kicker for the Saints, just missed. Seahawks put up 48 points on the Lions, who put up 45 and lost. So Geno Smith went off that game. The Lions' defenses looked really bad. More on that later. Jets held off the Steelers 24-20. Zach Wilson came alive in the fourth quarter, got them the win. Giants rolled over the Bears 20-12. Titans beat the Colts 24-17. Chargers were able to uh, clutch up this week and get a win 34-24 over the Texans. Falcons actually beat the Browns. Not something I predicted there, but they got the win over them 23-20. Cowboys 25-10 over the Commanders. Eagles 29-21 over the Jags. They stay undefeated. Bills over the Ravens in a crazy AFC matchup. 23-20. Bills take the W. Cardinals over Panthers. Cardinals by 10, 26-16 in Carolina. Baker Mayfield looked really bad. Broncos lost to the Raiders. Raiders get their first win of the season, 32-23. Packers over the Patriots, 27-24. Aaron Rodgers comes alive. When he absolutely has to, they beat the third-string quarterback in overtime. Chiefs of the Bucks. Pat Mahomes ties up his record against Tom Brady, 3-3, to 41-31 on Sunday Night Football. And the Rams run all over, or no, excuse me, the Niners run all over the Rams, 24-9. The Niners go to, I believe, now 2-2. Two and two. Yep, Any, every NFC West team is 2-2, two and two, believe it or not. So, from there, I'm going to predict my game's for week five, week five, we go to Denver tomorrow night. Colts at the Broncos. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Broncos. Uh Colts just have not show really shown anything impressive as of late. Broncos have just looked like a completely better football team, and the Broncos have looked bad. So I'm gonna take the Broncos there at home. Russell Wilson looked a little better last week. Give me them. Daniel Jones versus Aaron Rodgers, Giants at Packers in London. Give me the Packers. I like Aaron Rodgers a lot more than Daniel Jones. I know the Giants are three and one, but I'm still gonna take uh the Packers who who've beat the Bucks. They've had more substantial wins than the Giants. Give me the Packers. Next we have the Lions at the Patriots. And uh the the Lions offense has looked absolutely great. The Lions defense has looked absolutely horrible. The Patriots have a uh a three-man, a third-string quarterback in there, excuse me. So I think I'm going to stick with the Lions here, and they get the dub uh, in a pretty close game. That they they put up 48 or 45 points on a Seahawks defense without DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown. So I'll take the Lions there. We have the Chargers at the Browns. Give me the Chargers. The Browns just took an L to the Falcons. The Chargers got their 
second W of the season. I think I think I'm gonna stick with LA over the Browns. Give me Jay Herbo over Cleveland. Texans at Jaguars. Jaguars have looked absolutely ten times better than the Texans. Texans are the only team in the NFL without a win. So I'm gonna take Jaguars over the Texans. They're at home. Falcons at Bucks. Buccaneers. Buccaneers even did not look half bad against the Chiefs. Their defense is not something to be concerned about. You're just playing against Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, so of course you're gonna look bad. Give me the Buccaneers over the Falcons. Their offense looked a lot better than it had in weeks past. Next is the Steelers Bills. I this is actually my lock of the week. I'm locking the Bills over the Steelers. The Steelers are 30th in offense and 27th in defense without TJ Watt. So I'm easily going to take the Bills, who are a top three team in my opinion, over the Steelers. Dolphins at Jets. Give me the Dolphins. I know Teddy uh, Tua's hurt, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to hold it down. Mike McDaniel in that offense makes it really easy for quarterbacks to to succeed, especially with all those weapons around him. And I like the Dolphins' defense and experience a little bit more than the Jets, so they take the W in New Jersey. Bears at the Vikings. This is easily the a Vikings win. The Bears are a I think a bottom three or four team in the league. They really haven't shown anything impressive. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think, is going to have an absolute field day on the Bears, or at least I'm hoping he does for my fantasy team's sake. Next, we have the Titans at Commanders, and I know the Titans are just coming off a win against the Colts, and I don't know how the Chiefs lost to the Colts, but I think the Commanders are going to be able to find a way to get it done. I really like that receiving core. Uh, makes things a little bit easier for Carson Wentz and the Commanders. I'm going to take them at home over the Titans. Seahawks at Saints. I'm going with Geno Smith and the 48 points he put up against the uh, the Lions last week, Seahawks at Saints. I like him. The Saints have been really messy. Not really anything impressive has come from their team uh, in these first few weeks. So I'm going to take the Seahawks, who have looked a little bit better, I think, over the Saints in the Superdome. 49ers at Panthers. Give me the Niners. They just ran all over the Rams. Panthers, uh, they have a pretty good secondary, but they really can't stop the run all that well. Their offense has looked absolutely horrible. I like the Niners and Debo Samuel over the Panthers at 305 on Sunday. At 325 on Sunday, we have another Eagles versus Cardinals matchup. I'm going to take the Eagles over the Cardinals. The Eagles are uh, a top three team in the NFL. Jalen Hurts is playing really well. They they just have looked better. 4-0. Cardinals are 2-2. Two two. The Cardinals really don't have any substantial wins to me. I know they played the, the Panthers, but the Panthers have been absolutely abysmal. Give me the Eagles. They stay undefeated at 325 on Sunday against the Cardinals. Next, we have Cowboys at Rams. I think I'm going to take the Cowboys. The Rams' offensive line has looked, has looked maybe like the worst in the league. Micah Parsons might literally... I said this on air earlier. Micah Parsons might literally kill Matthew Stafford on the field. I don't know how they're going to be able to find ways to... I believe the Cowboys lead the league in sacks. So this is not going to go well for Matthew Stafford and the Rams offensively. They they only have one weapon that really does anything, and that's, of course, Cooper Cup. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think Cooper Rush stays undefeated, goes 5-0. Next, we have the Bengals at the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. I know this is a really tough, tough divisional matchup. Joe Burrow against Lamar Jackson. Those are always fun games. Joe Burrow really dominated the Ravens last year. I think I'm still going to stick with the Ravens, though. Uh, they've only trailed for 14 seconds this entire season, and they're 2-2. Two and two. That's 
that's just an absolutely wild stat. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I know their defense has been bad, but I think their offense can find a way to get it done and really run the ball on that Bengals defensive line. Lastly, on Monday Night Football, we have an AFC West divisional matchup, the Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. In recent years, the Chiefs have blown the brakes off the Raiders. So I'm going to take Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs over the Raiders. They are the best team in football to me. So I'm going to take him. They dominated, not dominated, but they beat pretty handedly the Bucks last week on Sunday Night Football. So I'm going to take them in primetime again this week. Raiders, they're 1-3. They got their first one over the Broncos, who have not looked great at all. So I'll take the Chiefs over the Raiders. And, yeah, that is my record prediction, or my weekly picks, I should say, for the Week 5 games starting tomorrow night and ending on Monday night. Next up in our third segment of this week, I'm going to go through my power rankings going into week five. I'm going to make this a bi-weekly thing as we do on the whole nine yards live, uh, 1230 to two on KZLX radio. We also have our podcasts there. So if you guys follow me on Twitter, you guys probably know I have links to both of those on my Twitter and on my Instagram. But anyway, uh, yeah, we do bi-weekly power rankings. I'm doing my personal ones, and we'll do our group ones on that show and that podcast. So for number one for me, I go Chiefs, Eagles, Buffalo. The Eagles, Chiefs, or Chiefs, Eagles, Buffalo. Excuse me. Uh, Chiefs have looked really dominant. Eagles are the, are the only undefeated team in the NFL, and Buffalo, of course, has looked great as we expected them to. Four, I have Buffalo. Like I said earlier, or not Buffalo, Baltimore. Like I said earlier, they've only trailed for 14 seconds and they're 2-2. Two and two. That's got to get fixed, and if it does, I think they're easily a top-five team. Uh, five, I have Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers has looked a little better. I knew he threw a pick six last week, but I still have trust in him. I still have trust in Matt LaFleur. They'll be fine. Six is the Bucks. They had a down week, but I think they're going to bring it right back and be the same old Bucks team we've known for, from these last couple years. Seven, the Dolphins, they have a great roster. Two will be back hopefully soon, and they'll be back to where they were earlier. Number eight is the Bengals. I think they're coming back slowly to their 2021 form. Nine, the Vikings. They've been solid. Nothing really more to say. Ten, the Niners. They just blew out the uh, the Rams. So I'm gonna. I like them a lot right now. I know they're probably not great, but I think they're better as of right now than the other teams. Uh, Eleven, I have the Cowboys. Their defensive line has got a lot of pressure. Cooper Rush is undefeated. They have good weapons around. Uh, maybe a little quarterback controversy there. I don't know yet. But number 12, we have the Jags. Uh, I know they just lost, but it was to the Eagles, a really good team. So I'm going to stick with them at 12. 13 is the Giants. They're 3-1. and one. I know their teams they've uh, they've played have not been very good. But I'm going to stick with them at 13. I think they're better than the Browns, who are at 14. Lost to the Falcons. They still have a good running game, though. Miles Garrett, I believe, is back. But uh, Chargers at 15. They just beat the Texans. They haven't looked that good since week one, really. And I they held Pat Mahomes to a minimum when they played him in week two. But I still like them a little bit more than the Cardinals, who are at 16. They just got a win. They pretty much dominated the Panthers. 17 is the Raiders. They got their first win. Jets is 18. They're young. They're fun team. They're going to be a fun team to watch in the coming years. 19 is the, Seahawks, is the Seahawks. They just put up nearly 50 points on an NFL team. That is absolutely crazy. 20 is the Rams. They just got dominated, but I think they're still slightly better than the Broncos at 21. Hoof just looked flat on offense. Not really a whole lot to say about them right now. Their defense is not as good as I thought it would be, too. 
22 is the Pats. I think they can move up on this list. I thought they would be really, really bad this year, but they've looked a little uh, a little better than I expected. I know they have a third-string quarterback right now, but I'm going to stick with them at 22. 23 is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they just got a big win over the Browns. I know I have the Browns a lot higher than them, and they just beat them, but I don't think they're going to be able to keep up this this uh, kind of offensive momentum. So Falcons at 23. 24, we have the Detroit Lions. Their defense looked absolutely abysmal. Their offense has looked pretty good, though. I know they said they put up 45 points without Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift, so that's something to maybe look out for. 25, we have the Titans. They, I don't know, they've not really shown all that much. They just beat the Colts. I get that, but they started 0-2. They're now 2-2, so we'll see where they go from there. 26 are the Steelers. Like I said earlier, they're 30th in uh, offense, 27th in defense. 27 is the Saints, who have been absolutely messy, just nothing. Jameis Winston hasn't looked good, and now it's Andy Dalton because he's hurt. Nothing has good has come from their, their team this year. 28 is the Bears. Not really much offensively from them either. They're just a boring team to watch. They're not good. They... I don't know. They have an okay defense, I guess, but that's not going to be able to carry you to wins with how horrible that passing game is. 29 is the Colts. I don't know how we lost to them as the Chiefs organization, but we did. Colts 29. They've looked really bad. Panthers are even worse. Offense, garbage. Baker Mayfield has not looked good. Matt Rule, their their court, or their uh, coach, excuse me, is this might be his last game. Uh, so that there's that. 31, I have the Commanders. Their defense is not that great. Their offense is not that great. They have a good receiving core, but, um, I mean, Carson Wentz has good weapons, and he can be solid sometimes, so I'm going to stick with them at 31, and 32 is the only team in the NFL without a win, the Houston Texans, who actually picked it to win over the Chargers last week, but they couldn't get it done. Now I think they're going to get blown out by the Jaguars. So that is my... Uh, bi-weekly power rankings in the NFL going into week five. I'll have someone we go into week seven. And now for the fourth and final segment of these of this week five, episode five podcast, I'm going into the Chiefs talk for all my KC fans. I'm from KC. I'm the biggest Chiefs fan you'll ever meet. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Sunday night football game that was the Chiefs at Tampa Bay against Tom Brady and the Bucks. So, the story of this game was, I know it's ironic. People are like, oh, whoever's, whoever wins in the trenches is going to win the game. But it's it's true. The, the Chiefs' offensive line and defensive line both dominated the game. I know they didn't get as much pressure as, on Tom Brady as they wanted to on that defensive front, but they played the run tremendous. We allowed three rushing yards the entire game. Three. One, two, three. If you're listening right now and your name is not Leonard Fournette, you had more rushing yards than Leonard Fournette. He had negative three rushing yards. Uh, great defensive line uh, work on that rushing game. I, From teams in the years past that have been absolutely terrible against the run, like the beginning of last year, that was super fun to watch. Uh, and yeah, our offensive line dominated them too. We had 189 yards rushing. We have, I think Clyde and um, Pacheco, who just runs angry, both averaged around five yards a carry. And yeah, if if you can do that, if you have 189 yards rushing and the other team has three, it's really likely that you're going to win because your time of possession is just so much greater than the other teams, which it was. Our time of possession was 38 minutes. Theirs was 21 minutes. 
really not close, really easy to win games when your time of possession is that much bigger. We had 417 total yards. They had 376. Uh, yeah, our, we're missing our best coverage linebacker and our number one corner on the outside. So I'm not really too worried about that right now. We had a seventh-round rookie in there trying to guard Mike Evans for a lot of the game. Not really concerned about that. And he, I guess he held his own on some plays, but in the red zone, Mike Evans is just a demon, so there's not much you could do about that. Pat Mahomes is a magician. He made plays absolutely when we needed him to on the goal line. I actually heard Nick Wright talk about this, and this is interesting. Should the Chiefs sign Cam Newton? Now, hear me out. Cam Newton just to run the goal line situation on on uh, QB sneaks because the Chiefs do not let Pat Mahomes do court quarterback sneaks anymore because he messed up his knee our Super Bowl year uh, trying to quarterback sneak the ball for a first down and they just really haven't let him do that ever since we ran a little sneaky play to Noah Gray he snapped it ran a quarterback sneak so I don't know it would be fun just to see what Cam Newton could do on the goal line because what's Cam Newton doing right now he could just come ring chase with us I think it'd be it'd be pretty entertaining just to see what he could do I know fantasy owners probably wouldn't be happy about that if you're a Chiefs fan but um or if you own Pat Mahomes on fantasy is what I mean but uh, it'd be interesting it wouldn't it would it would definitely be fun but we we looked good last week we we really did 41 points on the number one defense in the NFL is nothing to sleep on now we have the Raiders coming into town on Monday night I'm not worried about this game at all I think it would be even more of a trap game if they lost last week I'm uh, I don't know. Uh, it's at the end of the day to me. It's Pat Mahomes versus Derek Carr and Andy Reid versus uh, Josh McDaniels. So, and I'm I'm just not I'm not scared about this game at all. Their defenses looked abysmal. Our offenses looked great. These are like are the games that we like to struggle on though. So I'm I guess a tad bit worried. But I, at the end of the day, we should win this game by 14 plus. We were really efficient on third down on Sunday night. We ran 18 more plays. If we get some pressure. And we stopped that run game because I know uh, Josh Jacobs there, the Raiders running back, running back looked good last week. If we can uh, hold him the way we did Leonard Fournette, and uh, I believe his name is Rashad White, that backup running back for Tampa Bay. If we can hold him the way we did those two running backs, this game should be no issue for us because I think we can run the ball on the Raiders all day, make Pat Mahomes throw maybe just a little over 20 passes and leave Monday night with a victory. So, yeah, that has been week five of the NFL my on the KMS Sports Talk Show podcast. I'm Keaton Smith, your host. Make sure you listen in on Friday when I'm on the whole nine yards. That podcast will be uploaded then. So if you like this, go listen to me, my buddy Brock Krusky, and Draven Bridgman will be breaking down our picks even more and talking about our group power rankings as a unit. So, yeah, listen to that if you have the time. I've been Keaton Smith. Keaton Smith. Wow. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next week on the KMS Sports Talk Show podcast. There it is. Goodbye.